Welcome back to the Meat Cartel Podcast, episode number 30. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we've uh, been able to get together and, and uh, get a podcast recorded, mainly due to uh, the, the, the hunting season and, and the amount of deer that are coming through the, the meat shop creates uh, some pretty long nights and uh, not very many days off for uh, the meat cutters, Kyle and Jay, and the rest of the gang. So, what what you guys been up to since the last podcast, obviously, besides cutting up deer, anything with your families is exciting with your families, or done any hunting yourself? Well, <clears throat> this time of year... We're pretty much married to the meat shop. We spend seven days a week and ten to fourteen hour days, fourteen hour days. So there's not a whole lot of spare time, but in the spare time, yeah, me and Jaron have went hunting a couple times. He's in a trap, and we've trapped some coons. We killed a couple geese the other day. Uh, Thanksgiving was there. That was our first day off in a while, so we got to hang out with the family all day there. Eat a bunch of food. Did you got? Did you just have the normal traditional turkey, or did you guys do anything? We did no- extra normal turkey. Oh, we did some extra. We did some extra. Yeah, tri tip. We did. I reverse here to tri tip. Turned out pretty good. And then mobile uh, wall pump the rakes. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that was busting. That tri tip. The first one was. You know, it was, it was like a practice cook. Yeah. But I wish the second one was... Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty empty. I mean... So, how, was, do you, uh, so how do you do it? Well, I used a gateway drum, smoked it, had a meter in it, got it to... My first one, this is where my trial and error was, and uh, we treated it pretty... We had one tractor that was, like, amazing looking. One was all right. So, put that meter in it. And smoked it to one, the first one, and I was like, we'll pull off a 132, I think. It was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was way too much. No, no we, time for rest. We pulled it off the smoker at like 129. Yeah. Yeah. And I seared it, which, yeah, we just let it, it go to like 140. It pissed me off every time I went up a degree to Kyle. It's like, oh, 141. <laughs> 142. Oh, 143. So we learned from that, and we did the second one, pulled it off at 120. I seared it, let it rest, got it to perfect, and I mean, it tasted like like a filet. Yeah, it was good. So what what uh, what was your finish? Like, what was the perfect finish temp? Uh, like a steak, 135. I think was what we. But yeah, it was something like that. But it was good. I seared it off in the mini drum. I brought the brought the smoker and my father-in-law's and mini drum and table. Had the whole works just out there and cooked. It was a beautiful day, beautiful Thanksgiving day. Watching football. Got to hang out with Kyle all day. Oh, because awesome. we don't hang out very much. Yeah, <laughs> right. But you hadn't seen each other for yeah. so long. Yeah. But thank you for that. Yeah. So did. Uh, did you have anywhere to go besides Jim and Terry's, Kyle? Uh, no. I mean, technically, yeah, but we didn't RSVP, <laughs> so we didn't go. No, yeah. Cordy side had arrangements, but it's just been a mess for kids. 
I told them, we ain't going to make it. Yep. It's just too much. Yeah. We were tired. Too much wrong. I knew we were going to be tired. And... Well, we're tired. I just didn't want. I didn't want to drive thirty minutes to. Right. I just yeah. Drive thirty minutes, spend a couple hours, and then have to drive thirty minutes back. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids fall asleep on the way home. You gotta wake him up. Yeah. You gotta get Barrett his meds, and it's just no. Yeah. It it wasn't worth it. See him at Christmas. Too tired. Yeah. Too tired. Yeah. I mean, I. I got nothing against family and family get-togethers. I like getting together with our family, and I like hanging out with them and stuff. But whenever you try to cram freaking two or three or four things all in one day, it's just, yeah, it's over the top. Your kids are over it by the second stop. And yeah, they don't get it. Yeah. They're just tired. They're done. It's yeah. like... Yeah. It'd be nice if... Uh, if it was possible to kind of spread each each family's thing out on a different day, but I know we all only get one day off for <laughs> for the holiday, so you right. gotta try to make it all work in, within that parameter. But um, I mean, like the like the Wayland side, you know, I that's kind of nice that we decided to just get together once a year, you know, instead of Thanksgiving and Christmas, just get together at Christmas. Right. Then it's one less thing we got to worry about trying to get to because you feel bad not going to all of them but at the same time it's not when it, you got that many to do in a day it's not none of them are enjoyable because you, right. you literally get to the first one hi thanks for the turkey okay gotta go off to the next place and you don't even really get to enjoy the time with with your family so yeah i get it um what about you kyle you've been doing anything besides working uh, you know, I've been sitting in the tree stand like every day, every night, every morning. <laughs> You're so full I mean, of shit. I've hunted so much; it's not even funny. I, I, I don't even know when the last time I actually worked. But how ah, that's a joke. Just kidding, everybody. Uh, no, I've done have no you, hunting. Have you deer hunted once this year? One time. One time. You've actually sat once this year. Yes, for about. Mm, let's say two hours stretching it <laughs> that was friday of first gun season friday morning yeah uh yeah it's been all about work all about work and all about family it's just been a mess uh it's been a mess uh a mess sorry <laughs> been a long night if uh Long early night. When, if know. Kyle, uh, if Kyle seems a little extra tonight, he he they celebrated uh, boning the last deer out of the deer cooler out of the coolers tonight. We did just to fill it up all over again. <laughs> Starting yeah, right. tomorrow. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, no. Back to your question. I've hunted zero, and work has been busy. Which is perfect. We love it. But, I mean, it's, uh, boy, I'm looking forward to that new building. Yeah. And we are rocking and rolling, moving forward. A lot going on there. What is, uh. I can't wait. What's the, what's the progress 
I know last time I was in there was the barbecue party, and they had, uh, you know, concrete cut out for plumbing and coolers, where the coolers are going and stuff. Is any of that? So this week they are throughout the entire building. They're cutting concrete for the plumbing. And it's pretty intense. We're trying to figure out different routes for different things, like our kale floor and our slaughter. We're thinking about doing a septic tank out the north side of the building because it's 600 feet from the slaughter floor to the north or to the south to our city sewer. City sewer. So... We're thinking other options. It might be better. Just to save on cost? Save on cost and for all the solids of the nasty, like, holding pen and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of in a debate with that. But, man, they're moving along. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's a mess. Yeah. I mean, they're cutting concrete like crazy. Tearing it out, putting drains in, and yeah, moving. It's overwhelming. Yeah, so overwhelming. Uh, they still still feel like they're on schedule. Uh, they do. Yep. Uh, retail is May first, and the entire plant slaughter everything is like end of September. So still pretty much on or hoping to hoping that this is the last deer season in the old shop. Oh yeah, yep. Um, so when they when they're talking about having the retail ready May first, are you guys gonna move your retail over there as soon as it's ready, or so are you gonna wait to? When we can completely open retail over there, we will eliminate retail now, like at our plant now. For sure. So you'll you'll fully operate the retail out of the new building as soon as you can. Correct. Yes. So then, will that be a matter of just having to bring product from the old building to the Basically, new building? Basically, we'll make the product where we are now. We will make it, package it, and move it to the retail now. Gotcha. But I guess by the retail being ready, there will be a walk-in cooler that's in the so that's for the retail that's up and running at that oh, time. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Gotcha. A cooler and a freezer, I guess, or coolers, freezers, yeah, a lot. Yep. Um, man, that's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Whenever, even just when the retail can get in over there and. Have some room to move around. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, how about that first shotgun season? I think you guys had a pretty oh, busy boy. weekend. By one picture I saw, the freaking trucks were backed out to look like me, like they were damn near out to the freaking Broadway. Yeah, so, I mean... Shocking season was a disaster. I mean, a good disaster, I guess. They were backed up almost to Broadway. Was that too wide? Was that Saturday? Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah, that was Saturday. 
we had so many deer coming in. It was... I was freaking out. I ain't gonna lie. I was freaking out. Like I do every year. <laughs> Everybody's like, quit freaking out. Stop. Calm down. Calm down. It'll be fine. Quit freaking out. And I just do what I do and I freak out because I, like, where are we gonna go with all these deer? But we figured it out. <laughs> and it, it, it got, we got into a situation Saturday. And I called my father-in-law and was like, can we find a trail? Like, do you have... This is Sunday. Or Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Sunday. We got into a situation Sunday, and deer were piling up. Couldn't fit any more in the vats. Like, it was just... I knew we weren't going to fit them. So Jim made some calls, my father-in-law... And we found a trailer, and they delivered it. It was like 8 o'clock or 8.30, finally, Sunday night. And we just started putting deer on pallets, like whole deer on pallets, and just putting them in this. In a reefer trailer. Yeah. Probably 70 deer or so, 70 or 80 deer went in that trailer. Cause we we just couldn't keep up, and I wanted to say we ain't taking any more old deer. Like we're done. <laughs> like, I was done. I was wore out. I was done. I didn't want to take any more deer, and nobody else wants to do that. Like all my employees are like, we can figure it out. We'll take them. Like we'll do it. Like don't worry about it. Like just get them. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll blow them out. We'll skin them, whatever. So we got the trailer, and we took them in. We never said we can't take them anymore. So that's what we did. We took them, and we're good now. I See, heard Today, that. November 29th, we took them, and we boned out the last deer. Yeah. Everything is boned out. And I think, well, part of the... Part of the problem, too, was you're typically, uh, you're typically, your deer cooler, like the, the bone, the boned out deer, you're usually caught up, like the cooler's empty before you go into first shotgun season, and it was not empty. No. Going into first shotgun not. season this year. Is that just due to not as much help as you normally have, you think? Uh, or did you have a few more deer than you normally do before for shotgun season? We're up for sure, a couple hundred, but for the year, yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. every year just something new comes up every year, so it's hard to say what caused the what caused. Or it, it might this not have back been, up or it that might not back. have been one thing. It could have been right. multiple things. That you had guys that are normally doing nothing but boning out deer. Maybe they were still trying to catch up with your normal day to day stuff that exactly. they weren't spending as much time boning out deer. Um 
Jay, I, I saw that uh, another new sausage came out of the sausage room. Oh, yeah. Lima Loca. Yeah, we, I don't know if he's going to call it the... I don't know what Marty's going to call it yet, but uh, he came up with an idea. We were phone calls, and we always just talk about stupid shit and meat and whatever. And he said, what do you think about doing this and doing that? And I said, that sounds great. I said, how much do you want me to add to this? He goes, that's your job. <laughs> I'll bring you the stuff, and you figure out what needs to be done to it. So I said, okay. So it's a Lima Loca version with uh, roasted tomatoes and green chilies. It's pretty good. Dang, sounds good. I haven't had it yet. It's really good. So I think we're going to make it tomorrow as a plan. That's going to be the... Excuse me. First release, I think of the. So it's not it's not available in retail yet. No, we just tried it like a couple times. Still don't know if we want to do it in links or bulk or whatever. Or both, I don't know. We smoked some links today and it was damn good. And then when we first tried it, we tried it in bulk and it was damn good. So I don't know. We might just do both. What the hell? Yeah. And then uh, I saw that uh, you guys are doing some stuff with um, Marble Ridge. Yep, we're making their, they finally got their snack sticks and summer sausage uh, approved, so to say, in the meat industry. And uh, they're out selling them. They got them for sale. And it's a Wagyu and they're all their meat. Uh, same style uh, smoked over open fire like we do and pretty close to the same recipe of ours except for a little bit of Tim Shears extra kick of some extra stuff he's got <laughs> but uh, it's pretty similar and it's really it's a good product too so are, uh, he just you guys just he's sending you a bunch of trimming for that or a bunch of yeah, trimming or we killed twelve hogs actually yet today yesterday of his, so we'll keep that. And we all the trimmings up when we. So is it a mixture of beef and pork? Um, yeah, just like ours, 50, 50, 75 beef, seventy five pork. And then are those? Uh, can you get those in like a a package of twenty, or is it just individual? Well, they're still. They're individuals right now, but they're still waiting on. They're gonna do like the boxes, like yeah, like you do. guys do. Yeah, waiting on them yet for them to produce that. But uh, I don't know how they're selling them right now. Honestly, probably just individual. Gotcha. So their, I guess their ultimate plan is they have them in gas stations and stuff. Yeah, I would say so. Yes, sir. And then. Uh, they got a summer sausage also. Yep, it's also approved. Uh, same same flavor and everything, just a yep. summer sausage versus a snack stick. Yep. A little red pepper in the snack stick and not in the summer sausage. That's it. Um, are those available to, for purchase at the shop now or not yet? Not yet. Uh they could be, but they're still kind of behind the scenes right now. They're basically just going straight over to back to Marble Ridge, and they're gotcha. doing what they want to do with them right now. But we could probably sell some. 
Um, how's the? You still doing a bunch of shipping? Mm, it's slowed down quite a bit, but that's to be, can, you know, that's normal, I guess. Yeah. There's still a few I shipped out just like my least week of, well, probably not all year, but damn near. I shipped out three packages this week, Monday. But, uh, yeah, there's a few that is going on, like in Texas, and that's the one they're doing right now. We shipped a few guys in briskets there. Um, Florida, I think Jordan and them are going to Florida here in a couple weeks, and it'll slow down, but it'll be right back there again oh yeah uh oh yeah by the way we need to send out a congrats to triple h they gc'd the atlanta barbecue store classic uh two weeks ago three weeks ago two or three weeks ago uh so they they did good actually got two perfect scores out of four categories uh, so I, I know they were pumped up. I, I watched the uh, the awards on Facebook, and uh, Bill and Andrea were both pretty pretty pumped up, rightfully so. And uh, our our buddy Jordan didn't fare so well. He, I think he ended up thirteenth overall or something there. Um, no, I don't think he got a top ten call in any category. <clears throat> So sat on, on his hands, as in, they say. In his, uh, in Jordan Kirkpatrick's words, he got dog walked. <laughs> they dog walked you, bud. Damn. But uh, sucks a suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Better so, luck next time. Yeah. I bet. I bet that'll be. That could be his worst finish for the 2024 season. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> so now that we have your full attention again, that you're off your phone, Kyle. I know you can't talk might, and chew bubble be, gum at the same time. I but. might be there again, but just <laughs> okay. What you got? Uh. So the so the deer the deer cooler is empty. No deer left a bone. What's the prediction for tomorrow? How many? So, for those of you that don't know, second gun season in Illinois starts tomorrow, and it goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but I would imagine that your second season Thursdays aren't too awful busy. But so, if you had to guess, it, how many deer do you think will be brought in tomorrow? It definitely gets busier as the week goes on. But tomorrow we should take in, according to last year. We keep these records. We should take in 20 to 30 deer. Friday, it, it, it kind of just goes up and up a little bit through the weekend. So we'll see. Sunday being the busiest? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it always is. You, you keep these record. You keep these records on a cloud, or where do you store them at? Oh yeah, we, yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it's on a high cloud. Yeah. Dave Cordy cloud. Sure. It's a it's a Dave Cordy cloud. Uh, so that's the a fucking cloud there is. College ruled spiral notebook. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Have you guys ever thought about maybe I don't know typing them up or saving them somewhere other than in a notebook? Mm, yeah. 
We've thought about it. <laughs> Does that count for anything? Well, it's a start. I mean, no, we're we, we're actually working on some stuff. I guess you could say. But no, uh, tomorrow should be twenty deer. About weather predicting. Think, I mean, think you guys can handle twenty? <laughs> what you say? So back in, so what was the, whenever I whenever I used to help, we would we we wouldn't necessarily run out of space for hide on deer we would run out of cooler space for skinned deer and remember we used to skin them and we'd put them in the the reefer trailer Mm -hmm. skinned yep we'd cut their back legs off yeah because otherwise they wouldn't yeah (laughs) the it had a rail system in it but the rail was so close to the ceiling you had to cut their back legs off and roll them in there so that but that wasn't the problem this year. The problem no. the problem this year was you couldn't even keep up skinning them. All right, we couldn't keep up skinning them, and the trailer, the reefer trailer that we used to put them in, put them in, or we would cut the legs off and hang them. That's a freezer now, so mm. that's where all the debone meat goes. So where was all the debone meat going then? I don't know. That's <laughs> I don't know. That is a good question, and I don't know. Oh, you were saying when we used to hang the deer in there? Yeah, because we had boxes of deer meat in that some bitch within a, a week. Right. I have no. I don't know. I mean, it's full. Like it's already full of the door. That's when I was deep on me. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was. I know. Me and Robbie like, were sitting there, sixteen <laughs> years old. So I have no idea. <laughs> it was probably first couple years I worked there. <laughs> I worked with Robbie, his cows, other brother-in-law. And uh, it was snow on the ground, and me and him, that's what we did all day. We cut back legs off, and we winched up the deer, and we had, like, a 12-pack of beer in the snow. And we, just, <laughs> we sat our beers in the snow drip, and we just worked. Hadn't, we had no clue what the fuck we were doing. We were just drinking beer and just lifting deer up, cutting legs off. <laughs> and here we are. With, yeah, with the hide off, right? No. Hide oh, on. hide on. Yeah. Like they wouldn't. Is that what we did? Did yeah, we put them in there with the hide on? Yeah, yeah, that's what we did. We oh. put 150 to 175 deer. For some reason, I was thinking that, that we had the we had them skinned. We no. just didn't have room nope. in the. Nope. No. We they were still hide on. We yep. were just cutting back legs off and put them in there. Took the heads off. Took the back legs yep. off. And shoulder and mounts went that way. And yep. Shoulder mounts we did right away. And yep. But where did all the deer meat go? Yeah, no kidding. Hmm, interesting. I don't know because we have we have less freezers. We never had the old porking, and the new porking, obviously. Yeah, we never had any. I don't know. Yeah, that freeze the yeah the freezer right outside the processing room didn't exist. No, it's a good no. question. I don't know. So maybe that didn't you. We had a semi that one year, but that was hide on because I remember me and Kyle had scraped the fuckers off the ground. Right. <laughs> froze the <laughs> froze solid froze the ground. Froze yeah. the trailer bed. Wasn't there a, is it the deer cooler that you can turn into a freezer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was just product. We never that That we didn't have boned out meat in it back then? Maybe jerky. Maybe. Years ago. Oh god, that was a while ago. <laughs> 
Hmm. Yeah, I think we stored jerky in there years ago on a rack. And then you got then on we, the sausage room, there's what? A freezer and a cooler? Yep, freezer and a cooler, but it's probably only a six by. Yeah, they're not very big. Yeah. The cooler's. <laughs> the cooler's uh, pretty. are wider, but not as deep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to go back in, in Dave Cordy's cloud and. And look at the uh, storage. We'll have to go back in yeah, Dave Cordy's cloud and see where the phoned his, out deer. Uh, his Bible, he calls it the Bible. Yes, the Bible. So you're 200 deer up for the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I did see. Uh, I didn't. I wanted to mention this earlier. I noticed that. Uh, I did see that there was several processors in the area that actually did stop taking deer. Yeah, there were quite a few people. I think uh, was Beerman's one of them. Did no, I see I that somewhere? I don't know about them. I know Grand Fork did. Grand Fork did. Uh, Is Trenton taking deer? Yeah. Are they processing they are deer? Yeah. I talked to their owner. At that barbecue deal, he came, or actually ex-owner, he just sold it, and they didn't for when he thought he sold it. They quit taking in deer, then he didn't sell it, and then yeah, they, yeah. they kind of hurt him not taking in deer a year. But yeah, they're still getting deer, yeah. taking deer in. Uh, I know there's quite a few in Missouri and northern Illinois that weren't. Uh, taking deer in there's people saying like we gotta drive two three hours to get to you guys no one's taking deer hmm. so so do you think it was just a? I mean like you said i don't think the illinois like state of illinois numbers weren't radically higher than normal were they no i just seen the numbers actually before this podcast they're nine last year was like fifty two thousand. Some blah blah blah. This year's fifty three thousand blah blah killing shotgun. It was nine hundred ninety four deer were up from last year, so not a whole lot. I don't know, but like why we're up or yeah, what, yeah. I wonder what caused the because I mean you guys took in a bunch of deer, but it it wasn't just you guys that were it seemed like that were having the no. having to shut shut things off or running out of room. So I don't know. I'm just curious wonder what caused it or what what the reason this year was for that who knows um i'm not sure maybe a few different things good product and uh ever since like uh i don't know i think a lot of processors have changed their thoughts on deer like the only taken uh boned out deer meat a lot of them you see that a lot now oh yeah and there's a there's so many processors of deer, so you got so many options, and there's all kinds of different deer hunters. You got deer hunters that don't want to do anything, which I don't blame them. And they bring their hide on, and I don't, there's just a lot of things to change in that industry for sure. Uh, any any classes coming up for barbecue stuff? I think uh, Chris Schaefer just had a class, right? Yeah. Uh, last weekend. Yep. Uh, At Collinsville Barbecue Store. Oh, yep. 
did you make it out to that at all? Show your face? Uh, or I stopped by for a quick second. Brian Payton texted me and asked if they if we had this and had that, and uh, I guess Chris Bonemeyer, the owner of Collinsville uh, Barbecue Supply, he was sick, so they couldn't didn't lacking a few supplies. So they asked me, and I said, "I'll just run out there. What the hell?" So me and Jaren ran out there for like 45 minutes an hour, and came back home. And uh, we have a class coming up. For, well, not we, Mulkies Barbecue. Uh, January 6th and 7th, I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. At our new plant, which we should, according to our general, what's the word, what are they called? Superintendent. Superintendent. We should have a classroom framed and drywalled, not completely finished, but... Finished enough finished to have enough a class to have in. a 30 to 40 people in a classroom so that's pretty cool i know nikki and mike are looking forward to it and i'm looking forward to it this will be a good class affordable and they're good people and, yeah uh, i'm looking forward to it i'm i'm taking their class i'm looking forward to it can't wait and they're the slbs team of the year so two years in a row right two years in a row yeah so they're doing something right yep uh Oh, while we're on the barbecue side of things, um, the CCBS had a meeting, um, and anybody was welcome to come to it and sit in on it and see what it's all about, and uh, so myself and Jessica and and Justin went to it, and um, it's a pretty pretty good meeting. Um, They had a pretty good showing of people there. a pretty good mix of um, barbecue teams and uh, judges, and then obviously the the board members. Um, but they've got some. They've they're working on some stuff uh, to make next year better, as far as um, their rules and stuff go. So they didn't. They never really had. They never really had a set of rules on paper. It was just, it was kind of just like everybody just did just did the kind of did the things that they knew, you know, like based on cooking SLBS or KCBS or other competitions. They like there was rules, but they just they weren't ever put on paper so that there was never if there was ever a a question or something that came up they couldn't like point to a piece of paper and say right here is the the rule on that uh so they got a rules committee together uh (laughs) i actually volunteered to chair it so i'm the chair person for the rules committee and then there's uh I think there's six or seven of us. Um, you took on, on the role there? Yes. Jeez, and the peer on president? Yeah, I'm stupid. Um, so we've been uh, <laughs> we've been emailing back and forth with all the other people, and uh, we're getting some getting some shit together. And uh, actually, once once we have the the rules uh, kind of 
drafted up. We will, uh, we're going to, their next meeting is in January, and uh, we're going to go back to their January meeting and basically present the rules to the committee, and everybody's going to vote on them and pick out, you know, yes, no, maybe, yeah, this sounds good. And then we'll get something actually written up and on paper for the before the CCBS barbecue season starts. <laughs> Kyle's cracking a water. And uh, and then I think actually uh, CCBS, Ron and um, Buck are going to come on our podcast in January and uh, basically talk through what's happening for next year and and kind of the changes that have been made to, to hopefully keep the CCBS roll in the right direction and, and uh, hopefully get some more people interested in cooking their events, um, which I think the I think the rules are gonna do nothing but help get more people involved uh, because there's there's just a lot of things that that are not clearly understood when you're cooking a contest with them that now will be clearly understood uh so yeah that was like i said it was pretty cool i was i was glad to see the the turnout that they had at the meeting and uh seems like there's a lot of people that are that have interest in in seeing it succeed so that's a good thing uh hopefully yeah hopefully they can continue to make things happen and and get bigger and keep doing what they do and i mean for me as as a cook i like the ccbs because all their contests are a half hour from my house yeah so yeah it's definitely good for you don't have to you know, if if we would do if we would want to do KCBS, well, shit. Then you're you might have to travel the freaking who knows where to cook it. You know, for that week. You know, they're not. Not only are they not local, they're not even like some of the contests are six hours away. <laughs> so there's just I like for anybody that doesn't have the means to to travel all over the United States to cook. SLBS and CCBS are the best options. And even even with SLBS, some of their contests get pretty far away uh, for us also. And SLBS doesn't have, not every one of their contests has a backyard uh, division at it. So that's kind of why we like the CCBS. And I think if... If we can get get them kind of headed more towards the a set of rules that makes sense for everybody, I think it'll be it'll be good for everybody and hopefully get more people involved in that. So we'll see see what happens with it. Uh, but like I said, more to come on that um, when we get the rules finalized and and get the actual um, acting president and. Um, Who's that going to be? Or who is right that? now? The acting president is Ron Albers. He was the vice president. He's now the acting president until uh, so they're actually holding a special vote 
in January uh, to nominate and elect a new president and couple board members. There was a there's a couple board members that their terms are up, uh, so they're hoping to get that taken care of at the January meeting. So, cool. Hopefully, all that works out and somebody steps up and takes those roles. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. But so I think that's pretty much what we've been up to and what and why you haven't heard from us in a few weeks on the podcast platforms. Uh, as we mentioned, this is uh, this is a really busy time for Jay and Kyle. So it's it's uh, and I've actually been kind of busy myself. I've been doing a side job, but uh, they they've been working 12, 14 hour days, and uh, so getting together to do a podcast is <laughs> one of the last things <laughs> on their mind uh, at the end of the day. So hopefully uh, once deer season gets behind us, once second shotgun season gets behind us, we'll probably be able to kind of get back to our normal uh, routine of getting a podcast out once a week. Uh, but we'll see. We'll have to play that by ear as depending on what the time schedules allow for those guys to have time to do it and still have time to get to work and spend time with their families. So uh, we appreciate everybody listening. And uh, if you haven't um, found us on Facebook yet, uh, go ahead and search the Meat Cartel Facebook page and give that a like and a follow. Uh, we love any comments, anything you got for us. You can put it on that page or send us an email at meatcartel3 at gmail.com. And, uh, Maybe next week, if we can make a date and get together, we'll uh, try to get get a guest on here, maybe a meat shop guy or some old meat shop employees that haven't worked there in a long time. Oh, we can get Denny Cordy. Get Denny over here. Yeah, we could We could definitely get Denny over here. <laughs> He'd be like, well, it's this podcast. Yeah, I was like, what? Huh? Like, talk, talking on the radio? WGL? Yeah, Camo X. <laughs> so, all right, well, thanks everybody for listening and uh, stay tuned for more.